Real people, inspiring stories, living legends, award-winning talk show, Trevor Blackman now. So look, I mean, this is the thing when I think about the journey and particularly your journey as well, because you have traveled so much. I think when we were talking last year, I think it was something like 30 or 60 plus countries you've been in your lifetime and there's still more traveling for you about 50 Amen. countries I that was it like yeah 300 times you know yes like i've gone six times to tanzania six times to ethiopia six times to kenya yeah uh, let alone and at Europe. the same time it's bringing in all of the history of those countries yes. plus your yes. own experiences Indeed. so when you look back where has the real change been for black people in what part of the world, in what continent? Where has there been real change? And we know still in the UK, you know, things are moving, but not fast enough. But where have you seen real transformational change? Or have you not? Are you still on that journey of saying, there's still so much more that can well, be America happening in Tanzania created, or America or wherever? America has created acts. You know, we hmm. have Juneteenth, we have the Emancipation Act. I've written poems about all this thing and trace the history from the Portuguese to the Americas. But I've said at the same time that while it is something, mm -hmm. we still have some ways to go. So, so because Black people celebrate Juneteenth, they mm -hmm. celebrate the Emancipation Act with a recognition that we're not quite where we want to be. We're still living in ghettos. We're still segregated. Even after having apartheid or whatever the word is, apartheid in South Africa, if you go apartheid. to Johannesburg, you would see areas, you would still see visible segregation. It's, it's still there. Mm. And it's there in America and it's there in here. Interestingly enough, I tend to look at Britain as the most tolerant for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I, I come from a British colony naturally, but mm -hmm. it, a lot of people are saying, Black people are saying, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't call names, that some of our neighbors hasn't treated us, treated us as well mm. as the British has. And you're not the first person to say that. And that's also within the circle of some of the conversations I've had. And I have traveled as well. So I have seen from my eye. And I'm talking, when I talk neighbors, I'm talking our European counterparts, our European neighbors, okay? <laughs> yeah, um, let's continue the poetry and let's stay <laughs> with that element where you say, even within law, there's still a journey to move in. And that's in terms of Juneteenth for the emancipation. And that's in America. And we look yeah. at one of the idols that are recognized across the whole world that we all say, oh, my God, that was one of the greatest walking amongst us. Muhammad Dali. Tell me about this yeah. poem um, and, and let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I should tell you that Muhammad Ali was very, very loved uh, by my spiritual mentor. He met him four times. It's not a common knowledge to the public. We have books written about it. We have pictures. And so I, I mentioned visionary seers in the poem, just to show you that angle of spirituality, which developed a lot in, later in Ali's life. It was there in the beginning when he joined Islam, but it developed a lot more in his life later on. And he was very altruistic, philanthropic, and a lot of people don't know these things about Muhammad Ali. They know the boldness and the crashness, but they don't know the other aspects of his life's sweetness and beauty. So here we are, a treatment, a tribute to Muhammad Ali. 
effortlessly recognized as the best known figure of the 20th century, from the rumble in the jungle to the thriller in Manila, his outlandish persona went way beyond superlatives to describe his character as we began to feel his greatness. When an epitome of both light and beauty exuded in each smile, a wisdom emanated from his lips, we knew then that he was a gift of love. He appeared before us, floating like a butterfly, stinging like a bee, nimble on toes, he was as swift and dancing feet, as fast as a tiger with hands that many never saw coming until long after they hit the deck. We ascend to glory by being bold, majestic, vibrant like a river, oozing with character. And Muhammad Ali was much more. His was as justice voice for the oppressed, a clarion call for the advancement of those burdened by injustice. He was a drum major for nobility and goodness, for ascending to the rooftop, rooftops of Jannah to share Allah's light. His greatness transcended boxing, radiating the je ne sais quoi that all great souls embody. It's in the charisma and decorum, wit and wisdom, the indomitable will and dauntless courage, the tireless service for fellow humans. Ali was known globally for justice and altruism, for championing the cause of African-Americans in the various diaspora across the world. He was a benchmark for human decency inspiring an unshakable conviction for kindness, righteousness, a life of integrity and a model of sacrifice. Some made songs of his silky footwork skills. Others did films of the legend of a man who taught that if the cause was right, throwing a gold medal into a river or doing time as a conscientious objector to an unjust war was worth all the suffering endured. Ali was not short of accolades. Light heavyweight Olympic champion at 18, world heavyweight boxing champion at 22, three-time lineal heavyweight champion. He was also sportsman of the century, sport personality of the century, BBC athlete of the century, greatest boxer of all times and inducted to the International Boxing Hall of Fame. A best-selling author who freestyled poetry with many rhyme schemes, he became a high-profile figure of racial pride for African-Americans, Black Americans, Blacks, Black diaspora everywhere during the civil rights movement and throughout his career. Muslim by faith, Ali was deeply spiritual and came to believe that all men are brothers. He was interested in mystical Sufism and was known to visit visionary seers. Bob Aram, boxing promoter and friend, said this of Ali. When I look back at his life, and I was blessed to call him a friend, it's hard for me to talk about his exploits in boxing, because as great as they were, they paled in comparison to the impact that he had on the world. He did what he thought was right, and it turned out he was right, and I was wrong. Farewell, Muhammad Ali. You left us, but your spirit lingers, even as bugles blow and the country's bellow your victory songs from Jannah. Amen. Gracias, Clay, a.k.a. Muhammad Ali, a trip. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You have used some yes. Islamic words there, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
and, and all, I was about to say what <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> so jammer is heaven yes yes the paradise uh, the paradise is more eloquent yeah, yeah. when you yeah. think now today and we you say the greatest and you talked about all the accolades that were placed on Muhammad Ali has anyone and I'm I'm gonna ask the question when you think of the mantle passed on mm-hmm. anyone come to mind do you feel carries yeah. those characteristics yes, that, they, that... they come to me because my teacher mentions them mm-hmm. Jesse Owens mm-hmm. and Nelson Mandela mm-hmm. um Mother Teresa although mm-hmm. just a woman and, and a white woman, um, Carl Lewis, they carry something mm-hmm. which is, uh, you can't really put it into words, which is a bit different from the, the usual thing. For example, Alice thing was running and Jesse mm-hmm. Owens thing was running, but they went beyond that. Jesse Owens was a kind of... Uh, uh, almost like a legendary human. He came up against the odds of mm-hmm. the oppression and the regime of Hitler, and mm-hmm. and he rose like a man, like a giant, like Maya Angelou, mm-hmm. flooding with goodness. And then to be so respected at such times when the forces of adversity are so much against you. Do you, think, uh, that, do you think that talks to, in many ways, understanding purpose, understanding one's purpose? And being indeed, unshakable in, indeed, in focusing which, and delivering on that. Indeed. And that, that brings us back to identity. I've mm. got a piece about Mandela. It's called Hero, where I'm talking about uh, the Europeans and I'm talking about those guys. And I'm asking the question, what is a hero? Mm. And then when I name Columbus and the other guys and what they did, and I say, well, where is the sacrifice? It seems in those guys that are truly heroes, there is tremendous goodness and sacrifice. So you who know, holds that like, now? Who holds that now? Because what you've talked about is those who have passed. Who holds yes. that, that, those characteristics now? Until do you recently, think? Uh, the American um, John Lewis was very much that Of course, way. yeah, the he, congressman, he passed, yes. He's passed yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. Now, I, there might be, a, it's easy to say, or I'm tempted to say there is a dearth of people, but... I don't think so. I think they exist. They only have to emerge. They're already here, but they already emerge. I mean, that girl at the inauguration, that very young girl. uh, Oh, uh, the poet. Yes, yes. Amanda Gorman. In Mm -hmm. her own right, she's uh, she's already a visionary at such a young age, you know. And she's doing a lot of great work with the UN as well at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. We need visionaries. And and they're quite a few. Yeah, you're right. Time's running again, so we, we, we could talk all the time. Um, but I, I want to give love, as you've given love to Muhammad, Dali and others. So your next poem, and you smile, so within that love is happiness, and I'm trying now to segue them together. Tell us about the next poem and the title of it as well. I think I've done you justice there by talking happiness and love, but you, you, you yes, can say well, it better it, than it, me. Follow Trevor now on Instagram at Official TBN Show.